1: or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on UniTherapy Podcast. My name is Kat, I am the host, I'm glad you're here quick reminder before we get started that although I'm a therapist, although this podcast is called Uni Therapy, and although I'm answering some questions that you guys have sent to me via the internet, this podcast does not serve as a replacement or substitute for any mental health services, including therapy, although it's still a lot to help you and it's still a lot to be part of your process. So if you're new to Couch Talks, it is the special bonus episode that comes out every single Wednesday where I answer questions that you guys send to me. You can send those to katherine at unitherapypodcast.com. And who knows, you might send an email and the next week I might answer your question. Pretty cool. Or talk about your question. We like to leave things kind of out in the open here. Now it is Monday night and you're listening to this on Wednesday. So this was two nights ago and it's pretty late, but I am getting ready for a trip that I'm going on. I'm going to California to visit a couple treatment centers to get a better idea of what they do out there. So when I have clients, I can better refer people. It's always nice to like be able to say, like I, I've been there. I talk to the therapist. I talk to the director. I understand their food philosophy. So I'm going out there with a couple other therapists to see those and meet some people, do some networking things. And then on Friday night, I fly from LA to Wichita, Kansas, because the Four Things Live show is this Saturday, November 5th, and if you are like, wait a second, oh my gosh, I have been trying to decide if I want to go and all of a sudden now I want to go. Well, now's the time. Hopefully there are still tickets left. You can go on to select a seat slash Amy to find a ticket for you and you can come meet Amy. You can meet me. It's going to be a really good night and I'm excited about what's to come of it. You know, you can plan, 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 plan these kinds of things, but also you never really know what's going to come up and what's going to happen because we are having real conversations. So I'm excited. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you might not be a listener of the Four Things podcast. And if you're not, you might want to be a listener of the Four Things podcast. It is a podcast hosted by my friend Amy we're on the Amy Brown network so we're on her network and she has a episode that comes out every Thursday that she hosts and then on Tuesdays I co-host with her the fifth thing and we talk about all sorts of things but we're doing a live show well Amy's doing the live show I'm just a part get to be a part of it and that's this Saturday so I'm going to be in Wichita Kansas I'm going literally all over the country so that's a long-winded way for me to say I am recording this Late at night, so I can then go on my trips and be present there. And I'm very excited. I actually am going to record an episode with a therapist that I'm going to be on this trip with. So look out for that. So I was thinking about what I want to talk about and I had some questions. I had the one from last week that I almost did. But then I was like, wait a second, we are, it's literally November now well, today is Halloween, but tomorrow's November. So by the time you listen to this, it's November. And when we start to feel the November in the air, we start to think about Thanksgiving, we start to think about Christmas, we start to think about Hanukkah, all of the holidays and all the things and all the family gatherings that happen in the wintertime. And with those things, foods involved. So a lot of stuff comes with that. And then also, Family, a lot of things come with family because some people love their family and some people love spending time with their family. Some people love their family and have a hard time spending time with their family. And some people don't like their family and feel like they are obligated to spend time with their family, or maybe it's in laws that, and that's a new thing. And so, anyway, I just thought it would be nice to get the ball rolling early. And get some questions from y'all about this time of year and then start to answer them. And this can continue on as we move into the different parts of the holiday season. Also, if you have already put your Christmas tree up, I am for that. I will be doing that hopefully this Sunday when I get back from Kansas. I have been waiting to put my Christmas tree up since I took it down. I am obsessed with decorating for Christmas and I'm kind of sad because. I used to live on like a street that people would like actually drive by. And I had like a cute little, like it was an older house. And so I would put lights up and kind of the borders of the house and it would look like a little gingerbread house. But now my house is an alley and literally nobody passes me. Like nobody sees my house ever. So I'm like, I don't think I want to spend all that time putting Christmas lights up because what's the point. So I'm going to like really go all the way on the inside of the house so excited to decorate my tree and I also was thinking I have a very pink Christmas vibe like my Christmas decorations that I have are very girly so I'm interested to see what my boyfriend is going to think (laughs) when I start putting up like pink sparkly uh, Christmas decor everywhere we shall see anyway I'm saying that because you know I just feel like a lot of people get some slack for wanting to decorate in October for Christmas, and I think it's a great idea. But anyway, that's not what we're going to talk about today. Today, I'm going to read a couple questions. Some of them um, I can kind of weave together, and we're just going to get started on talking about some of the stuff that's hard during the holidays. So let's jump into the first, it's like three-ish questions, maybe. Hopefully, we get to all of them. I might go on a tangent, and maybe we get to two, but we're going to try to get to three. So let's jump into the first one, and it is... How do you create your own traditions slash how do you try not to feel crappy about being single during the holidays? I've talked about this before and I think there's something about people who are not in this position giving feedback and advice that kind of like used to really irk me and still does irk me, right? You know, if somebody is married, they've been married for 15 years, and they got married when they were 23. And they're trying to encourage somebody and how to sit in the weirdness of loving holidays and also being bombarded with the reminders that you don't have something that you really want. It can come off just not right. (laughs) Um, A lack of a better way to say it from people who have not been in that spot, although I do think that they might have some feedback that could be helpful, it it misses the mark a lot. And so I want to start this off with saying my literal whole life, I've never, until this year, I will have never had had an actual relationship during the holiday season. I might have started dating somebody right before a couple times, but I've never been looking forward, like been staring at a holiday season coming up and, and been in a relationship. So it's a new thing for me. So I, I can say I have a lot of experience with how to hold this space and how to create some cool moments. And I say that because if you're a new listener, and you just heard me say something about my boyfriend, you might be like, who are you to say that? And like, I get that. I totally get that. When it comes to your actual therapist, you sometimes don't know if they're in a relationship or not and it's a very unbiased thing and you know sometimes on this podcast I share about myself so it's not you you can pick up on some of my biases. So or biases. I don't know which one that is, but biases, I think that's right. Anyway, so I want to talk about things that like I have done and ways that I have coped with this in the past because it is a really hard space to be in and I am somebody who loves the holidays. I love Christmas. My birthday's in December. I used to really love Thanksgiving. and I just always looked forward to that part of year. And as I got older, it was every year another reminder that I didn't have this thing that I wanted and other people around me kept finding this thing that I wanted and that thing being a relationship or starting a family of my own and and all of that. And something I want to start with is something that I took from an interview I did early on when I started this podcast. And I was talking with somebody about the way they were coping and dealing with the fact that they were single and they really were longing for a relationship. And he said, you know, what? at a certain point in my life, I realized that life can be really, really good without this great love. And a lot of that has to do with my decision, my actual decision to adopt that idea as part of my belief system or not and adopting that idea has really been helpful. And it wasn't in those exact words, but that was kind of the gist of what he was saying. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's so freaking good and it's so simple, right?" We put so much emphasis. And I think it's part of our culture, right? Like every Christmas movie is about this like cheesy love story. Like everything is about a love story. Like books and this and that and like what makes a lot of these stories interesting is the love story. So it's really easy to just fall into that. Well, what makes life good and interesting is a love story. And we can have love stories around different things. We can have love stories around our relationship with ourselves. We can have love stories around our family and what that means to us. We can have love stories around different parts of life that we want to dive into, whether that's our careers or interests of ours or travel or experiences like those can all be our own love stories they don't have to be romantic to be really good and valid and like soul giving and so something that I really try to stick with throughout my life in the holidays is that like the holidays can be really good regardless of having that romantic love story because there's other stories woven into that season and the season. It's our choice and it's our responsibility to choose to adopt those stories or focus on the one that we don't have. And I say that Knowing that it's also fair to hold that spot that is feeling a little pain, that is feeling this deep longing, that is feeling this deep sadness that we haven't found this thing or developed this thing or experienced this thing that we also want over here. So how I want to encourage anybody who is really in that space that like another holiday season and I'm by myself and I'm going to have to watch all these movies and watch all these couples and do all this stuff and I don't get this thing and it just turns everything to crap is holding that truth that I don't have this thing that that I deeply, deeply long for. I don't have it yet and look at all these things over here that I have the opportunity to put energy into to develop to create to hold to savor and I get to choose if I'm going to savor the thing I have even if it doesn't amount to the thing that you don't have it doesn't have to be even equal but I can choose to savor that that small part that I do have or I can savor the deep hole And I believe that we can hold space for that hole, right? Because we need to hold space for that hole because that's something that we want and eventually we want something to come in and sit in that hole and fill that hole. But I can choose to hold space for that hole and not savor that hole. And I can savor the thing that I do have. Not easy and it doesn't feel good all the time, but it is something that can be done. And the holidays don't have to be horrible just because you don't have the hallmark love story or any love story rather. It feels like you're stepping into a Next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit cozyearth.com and use our code you need at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you, you need therapy after you check out.
0: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. you have the experience now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with purdue global purdue's online university for working adults you know you're worth it we do too so don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu
1: are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh then it's time for an upgrade the ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva, also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. There's a lot of fun stuff to do around the holidays and I mean, yeah, we can romanticize the idea of doing it with a a partner, but we can also romanticize the idea of doing it with our friends or our parents or maybe our nieces and nephews or ourselves for that matter, which brings me to last Christmas. Oh, gosh. So... I, I got exposed to COVID, so I had to wait. The day that I needed to test for COVID, like I had to wait the period, was Christmas morning. So I didn't get to spend Christmas Eve with anybody, but mainly my family who I was planning on spending it with. And I could have been super sour and I could have been choosing to savor what I'm missing out on. But I got this really cool experience where for the first time in my life, I spent Christmas Eve by myself. And while I did not choose that, I actually created an experience that I would choose again. I got Christmas pajamas. I put on my favorite Christmas movie and I did a Christmas puzzle, which was a beautiful puzzle. I forgot where I got it, but it was like in the shape of a snow globe and it had like really pretty gold writing. It was so cute, but I finished that puzzle in a day. You better believe it. And I had soup and I made my favorite tea, which is peppermint tea. And if you do not like it, you are missing out. My family calls it gum tea because they say it's like drinking gum, but it's so good. And it's very Christmasy to me. But I created this experience that was really, really nice. And I chose to savor that, what I was doing, versus sit there and savor the fact that I didn't get to be with the other people in my life. So that's just a really simple example where we can take things that we wouldn't choose and we can still make something good of them. I still got to be sad. They still got to hold that sadness that I wasn't with my family, right? Because nobody's ever going to fill my family hole. A puzzle's not going to fill my family hole, but a puzzle can fill a different hole. A puzzle can create a different experience. And just because it's different, it doesn't mean it has to be bad. It doesn't have to feel like a consolation prize. It doesn't have to feel any of that. It can be good on its own knowing that there's something else missing. I told you guys that we were going to get to three questions and that was a very long winded first answer. So hopefully I can do the next one a little quicker. So I'm going to wrap that one up. I hope that was helpful. If you have more questions about it, I'd love to hear them. This is something obviously I could go on and on. It's something that I feel really passionate about because I feel like it's something that is talked about in weird ways or is ignored. And I think the perpetual there's one way to live a good life is continuing to be very harmful to a lot of people, especially because I don't know how old anybody is that's listening to this. And I don't know how old the person is that wrote that question. But it sends the message that like you are missing out if you don't have a a romantic experience or love or person in your 20s or your early 30s or whatever age you are. When I look back on my entire 20s, And I had a great time. (laughs) Like, obviously, yes, we all have sad times and dark times in our life, but just because I didn't have that, that you find the boyfriend, you get married, you build the house, does not mean that I did not have a good life. And that's something that I don't think is talked about and explored and shared as much, which I'm getting into that one episode I did about like single. Um, adults are not second class citizens so if you haven't listened to that when you're resonating with any of this go listen to that episode I gotta move on to the next question so I hope that was helpful if you have more uh, detailed questions about that let me know so question number two how do I deal with guilt trips in an adult way and i I have I don't exactly know what this person meant by this question. So I'm going to just assume it means how do I cope with like the guilt trips that maybe adults try to force on me during the holidays when I choose to do things that don't align with their plans. Because as a kid, you have your things, you do your things, your family does their things. And as your adult, you create your own experiences. Maybe you create your own traditions, or maybe you just realize, hey, I don't, have to do what my entire family does every single year. And that might not sit the best with your parents or your sisters or your aunts or your whoever. And there are a couple questions that kind of were similar in this. So I'm going to try to talk about all of them at once. Had another person ask, how do I not feel guilt when I don't want to spend time with my family during the holidays? And when is it okay to choose not to spend time with family during the holidays? all kind of the same idea. And I'm going to start with this and that is you don't have to accept someone else's feelings as your own. And somebody can try to hand you a guilt trip and you don't have to say thank you, I'll take that. You can say no, thank you. I'm I'm full. I'm I'm good. And it reminds me of this story where I don't remember the exact details of what happened, but somebody got upset with something that really didn't have much to do with me. And they were texting me about this. And I I think it was like somebody I knew had reached out to them for something and they didn't like how the person was acting or talking or whatever. Meanwhile, this person wasn't like a close friend of mine. Like Really, I had nothing to do with this. I think this person just needed a space to vent, but they just went off at me in a very strange way and my response was, I hear that you're really angry and I'm going to let you keep your anger because that's not mine and it, I'm feeling like you're trying to send that some, some of that to me and this has nothing to do with me. So I'm going to let you keep that anger and I think that's something that we should be doing more often whether we vocalize it or not when people are trying to guilt trip us or kind of push any kind of emotion on us, whether that is they want us to feel sad for them, or they want us to, um, they they want to hurt us, or they want to get under our skin and make us angry. It's I'm gonna let you keep your own feelings, and I don't have to take those on. When somebody gets their feelings upset, or when somebody doesn't like something, and it depends on the type of experience you're having, but I think it's fair to accept that sometimes choosing what is best for you comes with other people having icky feelings right they can be sad they can be angry they can be hurt all the things and it doesn't mean you did anything wrong oftentimes when somebody gets their feelings hurt we immediately go to I feel bad I need to apologize and sometimes a lot of times that might be true And it's also okay to apologize and say, I'm sorry you're feeling sad, but we don't always have to apologize for our decisions and our actions that somebody else feels an emotion about. Just because we did something that somebody else felt something about, it does not mean that we did anything wrong. And so that's something I really want to offer to all of the people who are questioning of like, yeah, how do I handle a guilt trip? Or how do I know when it's okay to do something with my family without my family? Because if we're waiting to for the time where like everybody's gonna be okay with what we choose no matter what it is, that time's never gonna come. Until the day we die, we're gonna be misunderstood. We're gonna be judged. People are going to think things that don't align with what's going on on our brain until the day we die. Like I said, we cannot wait until like it's an even playing field and everybody's happy to choose ourselves. We have to find a nice balance in choosing and making wise decisions. There's not always a right and wrong, but there's always a wise decision. And sometimes that comes with us making compromises with what we want to do because we can't do this. This gets pretty convoluted too. We can't just go around saying, I'm going to choose whatever I want to do. I'm gonna do whatever makes me happy all of the time because we, as a good human, right? We also need to take into consideration the feelings and the thoughts and um, the desires of other people. Now, going back to what I said before, it doesn't mean that when we do make that wise decision, if somebody doesn't like it, that we did something wrong. I think a lot of decisions that we have trouble making for ourselves, when it comes to especially this time of year, right? Holiday season, we're talking about How do I know when it's the right time to choose myself during the holidays? How do I know when it's okay not to spend time with my families? How do I not take on guilt for doing what feels right to me during this time of year? Or really, this can apply to any time of year. When we can accept that oftentimes, more than not, there's not a right and a wrong, There can be a wise decision, but that doesn't mean there's a right and wrong. When we accept that as truth, that's when a lot of this stuff becomes a lot easier. Because if we're waiting for the right time to do something, right? Or if we're waiting for the right exact words to say or the right thing to do in every situation we might be waiting for a really long time, right? Because if I'm waiting for the right time to choose myself during the holidays, I'm waiting for the right time to say, hey, I don't want to go to that thing anymore because I actually hate doing that. We might be waiting forever because it could be the right time for me and it might be the wrong time for my mom or my sister or whoever that um, is going to impact. So we have to handle these kind of decisions with care, with I have to care for myself and also care for the people around me in that they are responsible for their feelings. So I can care for them and also not be the person taking care of their feelings. I'm going to say that again because I think that's important. I can care for somebody. I can take somebody into account when I'm making a decision, but I'm not responsible for taking care of their feelings because i I cannot control somebody else's feelings and I'm going to, no matter who I am, I'm going to have an impact on somebody based on my decisions in my lifetime, you can't avoid this, where somebody's feelings are less than joyful and so that cannot be my responsibility. Adults have a lot of tools to take care of their feelings and also somebody being sad that you chose to do one thing over the other during the holidays isn't going to kill them. They might feel sad. Yes. And they have the ability to cope with those with coping skills. And if they don't have coping skills, they have the ability to go out and, and find those, which is a whole other conversation around, you know, this idea that we have to kind of like, minister to other people's feelings all the time when, no, the world is full of triggers and the world, world is full of things that hurt us, scare us, and make us sad. And it's not the world's job to make sure they don't hurt our feelings. It doesn't hurt our feelings or get our feathers rustled up, you know. It's our job to notice when we're feeling something and learn how to care for ourselves in that way and, and ask for the things that we need so I hope that answered those questions and really the short answer is there's not a right time right when is the right time to choose to spend time with myself versus family when is the right time to um, say I don't want to do that anymore how do I deal with somebody's guilt trip in an adult way you don't accept their guilt you say you can keep that You can take care of your feelings. And it doesn't have to sound that harsh either. You don't have to say like you can keep that like go deal with it yourself. You can say things like, hey, I hear that you're disappointed and I totally understand how you could feel that way and and how you do feel that way. And at the same time, I have to choose this for myself this year. It doesn't have to be like deal with it. You can say I love you. You can say all of the kind things while you choose yourself. Choosing yourself doesn't have to be a mean thing it's not a mean thing. It's actually a really kind, lovely thing. So I hope that was helpful. And I hope to see some of you guys on Saturday. If you're coming, let me know. Um, give me a heads up so I, I know to, who to look out for. I know who's listening to the Couch Talks episodes when they come out. And guys, get excited because Monday we have an episode that's coming out. It was so good. We just split it into two parts. And if you follow uni Therapy podcast on Instagram, you might have an idea of who it is. It is going to be such a good episode. We talk about so many good things, a lot of good perspectives about relationships and love and masculinity and all the things. So get excited for that episode. If you have not subscribed to this podcast yet, please do that. If you have not rated it, please do that. You can give us five stars. That would be amazing. And if you have more questions, like I said, around this, these kind of topics or anything, send them to Catherine at unitherapypodcast.com. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at, at and at Podcast. And I will see you guys maybe Saturday. And I will talk to you guys again on Monday. I hope you have the week you need to have, the day you need to have, the holiday season you need to have. I will talk to you later. Bye.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip.
1: It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Amy Brown from 4 Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen.